0: In some cases, I think some people experiment and maybe they don't like it. I don't know how that works. That's only between them um, and you know their
1: their college dormmate. But <laughs> um, well, me and George were roommates, so we experiment. <laughs> so that, that's where he was going then. It got weird with his brother being right there. Though. <laughs> hey,
0: welcome back to Too Hard Too Fast, the podcast with strong opinions about things that we may or may not know too much about, in order to broaden perspectives. Today, you know, I always say, I joke around, I don't have friends, but... He really doesn't. I really don't have friends. but <laughs> It's not this a joke. Is a friend from work, a colleague, he actually started working at the same school that I teach at currently, oh, wow. maybe a year or two after me. So you could say I showed him the ropes. Just kidding! I yeah. He learned nothing from me, and, and that's why he's a great teacher. Um, <laughs> but his name is David Alfaro. Um, we got we we grew to know each other through work. We stay in touch, sort of. You know, he kind of just avoids my Facebook invites <laughs> to everything. But David Alfaro, thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, yeah, we're you. gonna talk. I don't know if this is going to be a serious podcast. Are we going to talk about gay stuff or, or what? We're going to what? Gang stuff. Gay stuff. Are we going to talk about gay stuff? Not.
2: No, no well, this is about down. this is about gay stuff. This is about gangster life cuz I'm, you know, <laughs> grew up in the West Side, man. So I that's where I come from.
1: Hell yeah.
0: West Side. Oh damn. <laughs> we, got a, we got a cholo up in here. <laughs> now, we're going to talk about real stuff actually. But before we do that, You know, let's get started. Sit back, buckle up. Let's go. Too hard, too fast. Boom. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome
1: to too hard, too fast.
0: Too hard, too fast. Too hard, too fast.
1: Too hard, too fast.
2: Welcome to too hard, too fast. Hey, welcome back to too hard, too fast. Next time, if I ever, if you guys ever invite me back, be more offensive.
1: We're just testing the waters, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, the water. Hey, guaranteed you're
2: Appreciate it. The podcast of the century. Just the- right. <laughs> All
0: right. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, remember, whatever we talk about today, we're not trying to change your mind. We're just we're trying, trying to, to offend you. We're trying to, be canceled. We're trying, just canceled. to be canceled. <laughs> we're trying to get canceled before we get famous. <laughs> hey, um, David, what are you drinking, though? That's the most important question right now.
2: Um drinking the most butch drink you can, a Truly Punch. Oh, nice. So I'll be Truly switching back and forth between those and the Tuppu Chico's here.
0: What's a Truly Punch? Is that a different, like a sel- seltzer
2: or no? Yeah, it's a seltzer, but I guess it's sweeter. It tastes like a fruit punch, actually, and there's different flavors. So it's not, a, it it's not as, yeah, it's open, man. I, yeah. All yeah. right,
0: so here's what we're going to get you to do is um, I want you to taste it. And obviously, you've already probably had it for a little bit. Um, I want you to rate it using uh, decimals, 1.0 to 2, uh, based on the, the way it looks, the alcohol content compared to the price, um, the taste, and would you buy it
2: again? Okay. So let me give it a taste. They're 5% alcohol. Uh, if I was going to give it a rating, I'd probably give it like a 1.6, 1.7. Uh, it's, it's got a good taste. Um, I'll definitely buy it again. Um, it's, you know, it's definitely catches my eye. Nice. So like um, the, the only stuff. thing that's missing lithium, missing from it right now would be like the tahin and the Chamoy. Oh, nice. uh, oh, yeah. So once you do that, it's definitely rated higher for sure.
0: Dang, wow well 1.6 is a it's a little high on us um that's a good score yeah. so that I means um Worm, what are you
1: drinking um i'll do my beer uh later on because it's uh <laughs> still, it's still getting cold so but it warms sorry but for now i'm gonna be drinking uh you know one of my go-tos it's summer it's hot as hell so summer ale to cool me down you know what i mean um I still wear my mask, too, because, uh, you know, I just don't want people to see my face when I'm, uh, when I'm at the stores. You know what I mean? I hate to bump into someone and then talk to them and just waste time. So, David, I hope you're vaccinated, bro. I'm taking this off.
2: I'm good to go, man. I'm good to go. Uh,
1: even if you're not, oh, well. <laughs> you're probably immune by now, so it's all good.
2: That among other things, man.
1: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so boom. Summer Ale. Is this 4th of July, too? we're coming close to 4th of July. So it's next you
2: know, week or two weeks, I believe
1: one of my favorite founding fathers, Samuel Adams.
0: I think oh, he's a founding, founding father. Fathers. Happy father's up. day. I guess we're about, we're also oh, okay, getting... my favorite father, Samuel
1: Adams. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: choo-choo. hear that? You hear that worms, dad second, <laughs> your, your second favorite, actually third favorite. Cause I'm his second favorite father.
1: Yes, <laughs> that's true.
0: Uh, <laughs> Okay, dude. You know what? We always talk about craft beer on the podcast. I went and kept that Puro Texas right here. Ziegenbach. I think Ziegenbach doesn't get enough love, man. It is a, a darker, heavier beer, but I like
1: Ziegenbach. It's
0: pretty good. I like Ziegenbach a lot. Um, I won't talk about it too much because I've already, obviously I've already had it, but. You know, Texas, up into Texas, right here. Texas. We got it. So we we'll had to keep it Texas. Talk about Ziegenbach. Ziegenbach, I would give it a 1.72. Big fan of Ziegenbach. It doesn't get You know, everybody talks about Shiner. They talk about Lone Star. Where's
1: that Ziegenbach love, man? And just in case anyone's wondering, this is always a 1.77. It's up there.
0: All right, so those are our beer reviews. Um, I did show off a little bit of tattoos. David, you have some tattoos.
2: Uh, I've got one or two. I've got an octopus here. Uh, I've got—you guys can't see it very well—but right here it says, uh, "Take a little pizza, in my heart," because I'm a big <laughs> pizza fanatic. I've got "Where the <laughs> Wild Things" fun. here. Where the Wild Things Are here on my arm. Um, I've got about twenty something tattoos, man.
0: Dang. Yeah. I need to catch up. I Only have 3.
2: <laughs> yeah. I got yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: a laugh I got a bear tattoo. That's about it.
0: <laughs> you want to see the bear tattoo? Yeah, let's see it.
1: Uh, I don't think we could do that in, uh, in public. <laughs> That's for sure. That's I have to take sure. down Cat's my pants. <laughs> I have to turn around. I, have to... I
0: think it's still hibernating. Yeah, it's a lazy, <laughs> it's a lazy one. Um, it's into its cave, so. Now, oh, so David you know, when I invited you on, I I talked to you about like, I would like for you to tell your story, and I don't want to, I don't know how to say it for myself. I don't want to put it in your word, and I don't want to say it. I don't know. Was, I, don't know to, I don't know how to say it. You don't want I in guess, what
2: I, my, what I would say to you is just, just say it, right? Because you're probably thinking you don't want to offend me or offend anyone listening, but really, I think the offense comes from walking on eggshells, at least at least for me and in my experience. So, I mean, it's your show, man. Ask away. Well, I mean, we can all
0: see that flag flying proud uh, behind you. Yeah. Uh, that series 2017 San Antonio one. And yeah. I, and I no won't one. even talk about that fucking <laughs> Boston Red Sox one you got. Bro, bro. <laughs> all day right here. I'm just kidding. I mean, I am a Texas Rangers baseball fan, but I am a Boston Bruins fan. So I get how we, uh, you know, yeah, how yeah. it is. No. Okay. You got, the, and he the, hates oh. the
1: Spurs, but, but.
0: <laughs> I hate the Spurs. Cause they got rid of the hockey team here in San Antonio. Um, Budget cuts, man. Budget cuts. Yeah. <laughs> so that gay flag behind you. Um, it's different from what I've seen. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm used to like just the rainbow colors. Right. What is the black and blue triangle looking thing like okay, so?
2: It? <clears throat> Good question, because it, it is new. Mm. And I can show you guys closer right here on my on my bracelet. So this is the pride, the it's the progressive pride flag, right? right. Uh, an artist created it or altered it last year. So the black and brown lines stand for people of color representation of people of color and then the pink blue and white is for trans lives trans people Mm -hmm. so this was a way to include everyone um, on one banner um especially with everything that went on last year right um in dc and and the killings that were going on and Trans people still feeling that they're not getting their full representation or their, you know, the full rights that they deserve, which is what's happening um, in some states more so than others. So the flag has been changed or updated—not changed, but updated—to include those minority groups, those subgroups, sub sub pop groups in in our in our society.
0: So like that one—that's the one that should be, I guess. M- seen more often now like it's like if let's say if you just have the rainbow flag you're
2: outdated basically yeah i mean the rainbow flag the the traditional rainbow flag still symbolizes all of that right because it's the lgbtq plus flag um but for visual representation this is the the newer version
0: i thought it was like qia lmnop
2: there are yeah mtv Heb. VH1,
1: all up in there.
2: I mean, I'm all
1: like, shit. I, I don't know what to. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're not.
2: You're not wrong. It, it, for a while, it seemed like every cu- every month or so they were adding another letter to include, you know, every every sub. I don't want to say sub pop, but like every subculture within the gay community. So they, I mean, we shortened it to LGBTQ plus, and that oh, encompasses okay. everybody.
0: Okay, because see, I see it on social media, and I was like, I never know what to hashtag. Like, how many letters it really is, and I'm yeah, afraid, just, Like, just okay, hit all like, twenty six.
2: Just what? Just just hit all twenty six. All twenty six letters. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I guess so. I mean, I, uh, but it is. It's more so like me trying to figure out like what each one means because I for for me I don't have any, any like. Um, exclusionary thoughts of of anybody, right. and you know, so I kind of just want to know, like, hey, what are you about, and why do you, why are you about this kind of thing? Right. Yeah, so me too,
1: David. Uh, I'll tell you in advance, I'm kind of ignorant, so I do apologize for any stupid questions I ask.
2: No, man, there, there, there. I don't mean to cut you off, but there's no stupid question. It's like I said. Like I said to, to George earlier, it's it's either you ask straight up or by tiptoeing oh, around cool. it or beating around the bush, it kind of makes it a little bit more awkward. Okay, and great. A more so, so just, LG,
1: so you know how LGBT, and then you said Q, G's gay, the Q is queer, right? Right. What's the difference? So, that gay,
2: question? that's no, that's a good question. No, okay. that's a good question because well, I'm I'll tell scared you about And I'm scared I to Google it because the then
1: they might look at my history. And <laughs>
2: um delete delete history delete um, no man so gay is strictly for men who are attracted to men right so you got a gay guy obviously dates another man lesbians women interested in women queer queer the definition of queer is strange or you know unknown so um queer kind of encompasses everything so lesbian gay transgender um asexual uh pansexual uh i mean i i could i can't even go on and on anymore yeah. because there's so many different i'll be honest categories. man that kind of blew my and, mind
1: i just thought we'll say i mean you said all okay, well, gay everything you said about gay that's why i thought queer well, i didn't know queer included all of that also yeah okay. yeah yeah Dang.
0: when i and i think because and you might think on the same lines as i do where we grew up where Gay was the right term to use, yeah. And queer was slander, right? And so, like, right. when somebody yeah, would true. use that, it was like that one deal that you know everybody <laughs> just apologized for them. It's like, I'm sorry, he's gonna say things, but and so you hear that, you know, that slander kind of being said, and so I always thought, like, oh, like I can't believe they're they're, but I guess it's also like. You know, taking ownership of the word. Like, no, I own the word. And right, the right. If, me if you take ownership, it
2: can't harm you.
0: Exactly. Um, so. You know, in
2: in my experience, even today, like, I, I'll, I'll give you an example. I play, on a, I play on a gay softball team, right? The majority of the guys on our team are gay. And we play in tournaments all across the country, tournaments on the south side of town here. And we played a team, and one of the guys on the team – um on the other team we were playing asked, he's like, Hey, that guy right there, he's kind of funny. Right. And so I, I knew what he was implying, but I asked, I said, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, he plays, he plays on the, on, on, the same team. And I was like, well, yeah, what we all do. And the guy kind of took a step back and was like, you know, what the fuck? And I said, yeah, there's only two guys on our team in this tournament specifically that are straight. Everyone else is gay. And he was like, but y'all are some damn good ball players." And I said, well, yeah, just because we're gay doesn't mean we can't play the ball. But your ass. (laughs)
1: Yeah,
2: exactly. Uh, the point of that story was like, even today, people use the word funny or strange to to comment about someone that they see that's gay or lesbian. That's the same thing as saying queer. You know what I'm saying? So it's just the 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 actual word has changed, but the meaning is still there.
1: Okay, it's interesting.
2: And so
0: the reason I oh well, not the reason but the one that like I was like I want to share your story because I honestly when you when I met you I did not know you were gay and yeah. you also at the I think at that time you weren't fully out correct or you weren't sharing it with everybody correct um so I read your post that you did recently for Gay Pride and we are recording in June. I believe June is Pride Month. Correct. Um, mm. So you posted this about Pride, and it was it was some talking about going gay, or um, you know, they went gay, and, and it was kind of like, hey, the, we never we never just went when there wasn't a decision to go there. It was just you know, this is where we've been, or this is who I have been. It,
2: it's who we are. Yeah,
0: exactly. So uh, that that post when I read it, um it kinda like yeah, I've always believed in the fact that it's like somebody doesn't just choose to be gay. I think maybe some I don't know. Yeah, I could be wrong too. Like I I in some cases I think some people experiment and maybe they don't like it. I don't know how right. that works. That's only between them um and you know their their college doormate.
1: But <laughs> Um, well, me and George were roommates, so we experimented. <laughs> so that, that's where he was going then. They got weird with his brother being right there. Though. <laughs> Speaking of my brother, he's passed out on the couch right now. <laughs>
0: um, no, so like I and I we've had other other people on the podcast where we talked about how I was very ignorant when I first went into college, and I thought everything was like, I don't want to do that. That's gay. You know uh and it didn't mean like all oh, that's you know actually gay it was just like lame and then we talked about how like right you know it offended different people for different for obvious reasons Um, and i had to learn like oh i can't use those kind of terms but then i i would see or hear a lot of people say oh he went gay or you know he ended up being gay I was like, oh, he was, like, or she, you know, like, they ended up being gay. I was like, no, they didn't end up being gay. And I, it was something I learned thanks to my friends that it's like, it wasn't a choice. I, it was finally a choice for me to accept it, like, for them. Like, if they, they finally accept it with them themselves. Right. right. You know, in some cases. And in other cases, like, no, they have always knew about it, and they were always fine with it. And so I guess... That's why I wanted you on the podcast to kind of explain your process and to accept to be able to be opened up. Like, how did you accept to be opened about it?
2: Yeah. So I guess for me, um, I've since since I was a kid and I, and I can remember back five years old um, in kindergarten, um, I had my first crush and it happened to be on one of my classmates who, who was a, who was a boy or is a boy. Um, And I thought it was just more of an attraction to him because we were boys. We liked the same thing. So boys play together, all that kind of stuff. Um, We had nap time. We would share blankets at nap time. We would spend the night at each other's houses. And again, at five years old, you don't know what these, these feelings that are coming up are. You just, I just thought they were just, Oh, he's going to be my best friend for life. You know, Um, growing up, through the, through the school years or as, as, as I grew up, I just, you know, realized that I wasn't as attracted to girls as I was to boys. Like I found boys cuter than before I found a girl to be pretty or hot. Um, But then growing up as an only child, you know, my parents, only son, my dad being the athlete that he was all through high school and, and as an adult, that wasn't that that macho that hispanic machismo macho mindset was i won't say drilled into me, but it was instilled you know you have to play sports you have to you have to be outside playing or working helping out your grandparents or just you know just being a man or growing up to be a man um and every every new school year was who's your girlfriend what you know do you do you have a girlfriend uh, and it was never like who do you like or who are, who are you seeing? It was always a girlfriend. There was never that option for, do you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend? Or, you know, or are you dating a dog? You know what I'm saying? It was always just a girlfriend, a girlfriend, a girlfriend. Hi, um, mijo,
0: when are you going to bring me a girl? Right. Las muchachas, mijo, como están las muchachas?
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or the or the grandmother saying, when are you going to, when are you going to, you know, get married and have grandchildren? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, later on in life, not, not in eighth grade, but later on in life. Um <laughs> But so hold was, on.
0: before you keep going, I do yeah. want to say, since you mentioned, um, uh, would you say that the, the reason that high school girls did not like me in high school was because they were gay? No, they would have liked you more.
2: <laughs> I was just ugly then. They would have liked you a lot more <laughs> because you would have done their hair, their makeup, picked out their outfits. Oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe. Um, okay,
0: so then I was just ugly. Okay. Was <laughs> was no, you are, you are,
1: bro. <laughs> no, um, so you wouldn't make it in either world, bro.
2: So <laughs> <laughs> hey, in fairness, neither would I. Well, you you could you guys could start a new letter, right? A new subculture and add that letter to the the alphabet
1: go. We'll do H hard. H Man, to hard. H to H. No, H F H F hard H M.
0: H-M? LGBT 2H2F. LGBTQ
1: plus H F, dude. <laughs> 2H2F. Yeah. Because we go too hard too fast. <laughs>
2: there you go. Oh, uh, that'll make you real popular. <laughs> yeah,
0: in either end, I guess the same way. Um so you know, after college or after high school, still like
2: you you Yeah, you know, so fast forward to graduating high school. In college, uh, that's when I started, like, really experimenting with my being attracted to guys. Um, college didn't pan out for me right after high school, so I joined the military. Um, I spent right after high school? Uh, two years after high school. Okay. Yeah, so I went to college for two years. I was tanking, so I said, you know, screw it. Let's join. I joined the Marine Corps, so I spent eight years in the Marine Corps. Um, great, great, great.
1: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Where were you born and raised? San Antonio? Here in San
2: Antonio, yeah. Okay, cool. yeah, so oh,
1: one thing we asked for Santa What home. high school,
2: don't tell homes me, school, class of 01. Huh? What high I don't school?
1: know what high school, homes, homes,
2: homes, Holmes. Which Damn one is, is that good. one on 410? That's the one on 410 in Ingram, yeah.
0: Oh,
1: okay,
2: it's in so the hood Ingram? now.
1: Is that by Ingram
2: Mall? That's across the street, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh
2: shoot! Dang, that's hardcore.
1: Is that a good score. It's an okay. I uh,
2: I don't. I can't speak to it now. But back in two thousand one, we were we were we were pretty good. Yeah. It was Athletically a, and academically.
0: Yeah, and I hate playing against you guys for football. Yeah. Like, dang! So we're playing home off, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: So uh, yeah, it was after honestly after my second deployment to Iraq. Uh, once I came back home, that I decided uh, I was going to finish college first of all. So I, I enrolled at Texas State, and then. Uh,
1: hey, I'm sorry, I'm did, sorry, Dave. I'm sorry, Dave. Uh, before all that, you were you're were in the Marines for eight years, though. Eight years, yeah.
2: So, so what happened during that time, though? Um, as guess- far as like my set, my my orientation and.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, did you have to conceal it or uh, yeah, you to you gotta, or or like what? I don't know. Yeah, what what did you go through? I guess yeah, during so- the
2: military. You during that time that that I was in, don't ask, don't tell was still mm. uh, in play. So was it that was, good
1: or was that bad? I it,
2: it way, it was good in the sense that, like, if you're a lesbian or gay, you could still enlist in the military. But if they found out, then you could be um, dishonorably discharged. God, okay. So it was it was a whole like, hey, really walking on eggshells, like. So my whole time in the Marine Corps, I dated women. Uh, I went out, you know, I made, I hung out with my, with my, with the guys in my unit. We deployed, came back and it was just always, you know, finding girls to go out with, hang out with, so on and so forth. Um, And then towards the end of my, of my, my second enlistment or my, my term, my eight year enlistment, that's when they repealed Don't Ask, Don't Tell. It was, it was Obama that repealed that. So that was a huge thing, because now we can openly serve in the military um, so please ask, please tell right exactly <laughs> um, and it, I was on my way out already, so I didn't really spend too much I think I had maybe six months left on my contract, so I was out out the door. Um, I don't really know how my friends or or any of my friends dealt with it afterward uh, as far as you know if if they were, if they are gay, so on and so forth. If they came out publicly or still kept it secret, especially in the Marine Corps, uh, it, was, it was kind of intimidating. Um,
1: so you never came out while in the Marine
2: Corps, then? Right? No, even, even know, after never,
1: Obama's um,
2: administration. No, yeah. no, I was, was I was too afraid that. of being discharged dishonorably. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um,
1: but even
0: then, so you guys were going through a lot of stuff at that time, anyways. Like, was that yeah. even like? Was there even, like, a moment where you could even think about who am I versus...
2: No, it I was... It was... The time that I was there, we were constantly deploying to Iraq and Afghanistan. So it was, like, a deployment to Iraq, get back for a few months, and then another few months, train, and then deploy again. So we were, like George says, we were constantly busy. You know, it was, it was... There was no time. Even on our downtime, it was prepping for, all right, guys, in a couple of months, we're getting ready to leave again. So... I mean and, that, that's a good yeah. point. I never even thought about that till right now.
0: Yeah, you're probably dealing with more internal issues of like Yeah, like don't get killed of... in Iraq. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, I couldn't even imagine like that kind of stuff. And then maybe not even knowing who you are. Because at that age we don't know who, who we are in the first place. Like, right. Of any kind. Like who we associate with or what I feel like I'm I'm about. You know, everybody's still exploring. So and then you're dealing with the thought of like I'm going to a situation that's not technically safe.
2: Oh yeah, Doesn't I mean not up. not technically like it wasn't safe. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know
0: right. <laughs> well, I'm speaking from a person that I was not. I never served in the military. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no I
2: mean, but like I'm telling you, like I mean, there was no safe place. Even on base, you had to be. Um, ready because there are locals that work on base too, so you just we never knew, you know, your head's always on the swivel. Yeah, That's hey,
0: true. cheers! Uh, Thanks for your hey, service. Cheers. True. Hey, cheers! That's Cheers, David. Thanks Thank you. for your service,
1: brother. Thank you. And then, before we move on to your college and, and post uh, military service, um, so would you agree with this quote um, regarding the military only steers and queers come from Texas? Would, <laughs> <does that> <laughs>
0: Sir, Texas, sir! Holy dog shit! Texas only steers and queers come from Texas, private cowboy!
2: I mean, there's a lot of queers that come from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> <and> you <laughs> know that's, what movie I'm referencing that's, though? That yeah, that's, uh, well, that's on, that's on a few movies, but what comes to mind is, I'm not, don't get this wrong, is it Full Metal Jacket? Full Metal Jacket, brother. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: but or in that same case, you really <laughs> have to answer uh, that yourself? Because, like, you're in Texas and you don't yeah, look yeah. Much like a steer to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down.
1: A little pinch of Texas. I don't care which one you. <laughs> i
0: got your <laughs> hair. Right got you right
1: here. There it is. I got this one. Hey, so, in full, uh, so like in Full Metal Jacket, you now how it starts off in boot camp is that how uh, the Marine boot camp really is? is that, that's exactly how it is. <laughs> I think the guy who was an actor, though he really was a, a sergeant. Though the, right? the drill, the drill instructor, Harley
2: Ermy, he was he was actually a drill instructor in the Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I remember reading that? Yeah, I'm like Dan. That's bad. He did it. He did it, badass. Oh yeah.
2: He <laughs> actually, I don't know if you know the backstory, but like they don't brought me. him on to coach the actor, the original actor oh, that my. was supposed to play, and he told him he was like. Why don't you just hire me? I'm the actual drill instructor. This is what I did. <laughs> and when they saw him well. like acting it out, they were like, "Give it to him." Damn, that's badass, yeah. dude. That was probably the
1: best decision they could have ever made.
2: Yeah, uh, he made the movie. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. How yeah. old How old were you when you watched it, David?
2: Man, I, I honestly the first time I saw it, I was a kid. It might have been like right when it came out on VHS initially. VHS, right? Yeah. Um, what is? But that? I remember watching it. With my parents, or at least with my dad, but not really paying attention to the movie because I was a kid and wasn't really interested in in military movies at the time. Um, and then they showed it to us again well, I watched it right out right after high school with my buddies um, and then during boot camp, they would show us clips of the movie all the time
1: mm, nice. well, I mean, all the way-
2: what you see what you see on that movie as far as boot camp and how it how it how their actors are going through it that's essentially how. Boot camp is in the in the Marine Corps. Yeah,
1: dang. Well, and what um what did inspire you to choose the Marine Corps over the other branches?
2: I guess so. I was a freshman in high school and I was in ROTC and my flight like and uh, at home ROTC is Air Force, so like my flight commander or whatever his role was, he was talking to us about going into the Marine Corps. Oh shit! And <laughs> he showed me all the propaganda, all the flyers, all the stickers, all the videos. And I was hooked, man. I was like, all right, this is dope. And then, uh, you know, then you find out it's the longest boot camp. It's the hardest boot camp. Marine Corps, you know, they're, they're the first to fight. Everyone loves a Marine. So I was like, yeah, that's me. Like, that's what I want to do. Nice. And, and,
1: and by but, high school, you you already knew, I mean, I guess more or less, what your orientation was, right?
2: Uh, Well, I mean, I had girlfriends in high school. But, yeah, I mean, I knew inside, like, that I, I was dating girls just as a just as a front to make okay. my parents happy. Like okay. I, I knew that you're right.
1: Okay, well, I mean, the only reason I'm asking that is because if in high school, yeah, you knew you were doing that as a front, but you knew your orientation. Um, were you concerned, uh, like joining the military? That I don't know. I guess that would come out eventually, or no, or it wasn't I, even not at a, all. It wasn't nothing. not at all because
2: I I had a girlfriend at the time when I was in boot camp and. During my first couple of years in of the Marine Corps, and there was, ne- I mean, there was never a question of like fidelity to her. Like I was, that was my girlfriend, and I mean, that was that was my girl. Dang. So funny. yeah, I mean, I would fly down to San Antonio to visit her on weekends, fly her up. Like even though we were, even though I was stationed in California and she was back here in college, um, in Houston, every every moment that I had some free time, I was either talking to her or with her. So I mean, I was yeah. committed to that relationship.
1: Nice. So, do these past girlfriends? Do they blame
2: themselves? No. You went. That's a joke. One of them does. One of them does. <laughs> tell her it's your fault. <laughs> All the time. Por tu culpa. <laughs> if you would have did it right, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit. oh You made him play for the other team. Yeah. yeah.
2: Traded me. Yep. <laughs> um. All right. You know, I,
0: I was I was thinking. I, I, I've never understood why it matters to the military or to almost anybody. I mean, I guess it shouldn't matter to anybody. Like this whole com- this whole topic and podcast probably shouldn't even have to exist, right? Like, no, you're right. But it does. Uh, and I'm sure like it, it hopefully somebody that's out there will be listening and hopefully help somebody, you know, realize that it's okay to just be who they are and whoever they need to be. And I, we're going to talk more about that. But in the military or in any kind of other aspect where you join as a team, is it because there's fear that, oh, he's going to look at me naked while I change? Is that what it is? Or is it is it more deep in the military? Because I think in the military it's like, Hey, I don't care what you believe in or what you do, as long as I know when it comes down to it, you got my back and you're pulling me out, or I'm gonna pull you out of whatever situation we get ourselves in, kind of thing. Like I can count on you to have my back, kind of stuff.
2: No, I I think it's deeper than just a fear of being looked at. Uh, I think it's more of a fear of the unknown, man. Like like you guys both said at the beginning like you're naive right you you didn't didn't really you don't really know or you didn't really know what it what it meant to be for a man to be a gay man or what the q in lgbtq was right like and, yeah, we and, that, up and
0: around that, it. like i think in high school I, there was only one open gay guy in my well right and in so, and...
2: 20 years ago that was that was the norm right. because it wasn't socially acceptable you know um i remember in high school there were two two guys that were open and this was all high school but we knew who the other gay guys were right because and i hate to say this cuz it's like stereotyping but you can tell yeah for the most part in certain um,
0: situations yeah, or, yeah. And, and, and people whisper rumors and or
2: or people whisper or someone hooks up with someone and goes in next next friday in the cafeteria they're saying know what happened but whatever the case we we knew it just it wasn't talked about because those were our friends uh we didn't want anyone to get in trouble um but you know to look back to you to answer your question i think it's just a fear of the unknown a fear of like not understanding what it means to be a gay man or a gay woman a lesbian because just because i'm a gay man doesn't mean that i'm gonna hit on you specifically you know what i'm saying like you don't go around and hit on every woman because you don't you don't find every woman attractive. Are you might, George. <laughs> hey, my wife Wait. listens to that. But,
1: uh... but, but you know what I'm saying. I like, go to all. You... Hey, how you
0: doing? It's like, it's like <laughs> really, the hey, it, it's the, it's a numbers game. The more,
1: yeah.
2: the, hey, more the more you play the lottery, the win.
1: more chances <laughs> you have to win. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, I forget who I'm talking to. <laughs>
1: Hey, we go too hard too fast, man. (laughs) (laughs) But
2: like I said, you could be popular in my clubs too. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) Um, Um, With
0: that same said, like just because we we could hit on everybody doesn't mean mean the people that we're hitting on is going to be
2: reciprocated. Right, right. But or like like you said, just because you can hit on every woman doesn't mean that you want to hit on every woman. You have you have or should you have your like there's you have you have a type you know what i'm saying that's and everybody right. has a certain type of person that they're attracted to i wouldn't be married to my husband if he wasn't attracted to someone that looked like me he wouldn't i you know and i wouldn't have asked him out if i wasn't attracted to that type of person so and and i think that's what i'm getting at is like the fear of the unknown is like just because there's like a gay man in the room doesn't mean that i'm going to try to you know hook up or sleep with every one of you in this room or even any of you because and people have asked me this before, like in the Marine Corps, was there anyone that I had a crush on and you know anyone in my unit or my platoon or deployed? And I tell them, no, no, because like my my job was to train to save this person's life and this person's life. And their job was to train to save my life. And then when we were actually deployed and shit hit the fan, well, we were actually saving one another's lives. And yeah. so that that's more of a respect and a brotherhood and a bond that I built with them mm. over something superficial as well. I just want to sleep with you because I think you are hot. No, mm. right. th- th- those yeah. thoughts never entered you my thought mind. More hey. as
1: a brother than you did. Right, yeah. right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's legit. How about like in the workplace though? Because I think in the workplace it, it gets a little more. I mean, I'm not saying you or you, but it just things get a little more dicey where it is
2: more (laughs) I mean fun (laughs) in the workplace you're talking about like out of the military right like civilian life oh yeah
0: yeah like civilian life yeah well Uh, I mean but that's more also like a thing where like obviously it's gonna be something like I said earlier reciprocated if that person is reciprocating your own feelings and thoughts ideas of hey yeah we work together but like I don't know we're
2: what the fuck (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's happened. That's happened to me, you know. And and honestly, when like right around the time that I that I met you, the first year that we worked together, I wasn't out. Uh, my friends knew. My closest friends knew that I was attracted to guys, um, but I wasn't out, which led to me dating someone, you know, in the workplace. And then it was around this time, ten years ago, that that news article came out where I, I did that interview. And I mean, we all know screenshots and pictures were taken and sent to everyone at work, you know. And Brood. all oh of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm outed to everyone at work.
0: All right, so H2Fers, I think this is where we're going to pause the conversation with David Alfaro. He'll be back Thursday. We'll be back Thursday. Well, maybe this. We'll maybe we'll be back. Maybe we'll be back. Jueves. No, we'll be back. But with that said, Worm, what are you going to say? Hey Texas, I may not be able to ask, but you could tell. No, <laughs> wait, wait, <laughs> I was good. Like that. that was funny. It wasn't. yeah, I man, it be comfortable. We tell, you. be who you are, because you know what? Dare to be you. Dare to be weird. We'll see you guys on Thursday.
1: Bye. It's the look.